Open Esther's podcast. How will you write Act 3 of your life? Will you be open? Will you welcome the possibilities? Are you going toward your most vibrant, authentic stage of life? Are you curious to discover what's ahead? Are you in a fork in the road and wondering which path to follow? Would you like to hear from others who are already writing Act 3? Hey everyone, I'm Tessa. And I'm Amir. Why be an empty nester when you can be an open nester, living on the edge of your curiosity, on the fringe of your imagination, reinvention, and sexuality? Together, we'll take a journey and explore how rich this stage of life can be when we approach it with an open mind and an open heart. I was thinking when you got back from uh, your trip and you decided that you're going to quarantine because of COVID, you wanted to sleep in the other bedroom of our house. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And that created all of a sudden, you know, like I said, oh my goodness, my wife is not going to uh, sleep next to me. Who am I going to wake up in the morning to? But then we both realized that that space really gave us quite a bit of comfort, didn't it? Absolutely. It was great to spread out in another king-size bed, our son's bedroom, who is not it's not in use anymore. And I got to wake yeah. up and do my own meditation. You could listen to your news in the morning. Yeah. We were like, wow, there is actually something to this because we always resisted any wanting to not wake up to yeah. see each other in the right. morning. You know what else I did? I mean, it's like sometimes when I can't sleep, I get up and I you know, turn on my iPad. And I was able to actually listen to it rather than just uh, try to read the subtitles like I do when you sleep next to me so I don't want to wake you. So I was, <laughs> I kind of like that. So here we are, we talked about after the kids have left the house, uh, we talked about, you know, uh, oh, we should, uh, now we have time, we should really give each other more space. And uh, you said to me, you know, um, you know, there's many couples that sleep in separate bedrooms. And I really thought, I poo-pooed it, really. I said, you know, that's not really what we want to do. Right, we haven't made any decisions, but I think the idea of space, which I've said on many of our of our discussions with different couples who talk about space, that I've heard it's the third, the sixth love language after the five love languages. And the Yeah, I, I was surprised that when you said that. Uh, on one of our interviews, you said, Space is the sixth love language. Well, I really do believe that as we get into this stage of our lives and we become more of who we are meant to become, we want we want to express that. Well, if it's less, com- it could be less compromising, but we could also be gentle in our discussions of our needs, and those are choices that we can make if we create a really good communication pathway. So the fact that now we realize, oh, let's bring some awareness around the fact that maybe we do want some more space. Once a week for me to find a way to sleep in another room. Well, it's not, it's another not room only or... the space, the physical space right. of having a bigger bed. No, it's not. Because that, that's never had been a problem. But it's the space, the, it's the mental space, I would say, more, more than anything else. It's the right? space to be ourselves. So, yeah. I, you know, people have, have, have been really surprised in my many conversations with friends over these years, and especially recently since we started this podcast a number of months ago, when I talk about the communication of making choices, that why do we think things have to be a certain way, that a couple has to 
Like we used to say, oh, we should definitely not sleep in separate bedrooms. Or why can't we have other journeys together, summers apart, months apart, time with other people that we want to be with, and let ourselves learn and create and explore the things that are unique to each of us and still be able to bring that back. So this discussion is really happening. It's an ongoing live thing that has a life of its own. It's a progression. I mean, it it is happening as we speak, morning you know, we needed space, you needed to meditate, I needed my financial news, and we had a clash. We had a clash, and we, you know, kind of like, uh, maybe it's uh, damper both of our days, didn't it? Right, no, it's uh, it does. You know, when you have energy that we feel good about, that we've, we've each come from what we need, our needs, then, and we can't meet them all the time. Sacrifice is involved. Well, compromise and, is, is, is a and, better... And, making, and seeing what makes me happy, but then wanting to see what makes you happy. So even, for example, on Saturday morning, which is not my favorite lovemaking time, to put on the lingerie that you bought me and say, you know what, let me come to bed in the lingerie in the morning, which is not my thing. By the way, I really appreciated that. <laughs> that, was, that was a very nice touch. Yeah. I woke up next to this beautiful sexy woman it was it was really nice so thank you for doing that you know you always have that thought you always think ahead and and i respect and appreciate that and i don't tell you how much i do appreciate it many times being so forthcoming forthcoming and and then you know just i think you're right then i and i'm glad you're, you're noticing and we're talking about it now because I created this I'm Wow formally, Wednesday. I'm formally acknowledging. <laughs> if you remember years ago, I created when I was doing my studies and my master's, and that was another area you gave me space for, was to pursue my own advanced studies and consciousness studies, which you laughed a lot about. It wasn't anything I that would I achieve really anything. <laughs> I, I just thought that it's counterproductive. I mean, people go to school, they spend time, one of their most valuable resource, to gain a skill. And I didn't think that mindfulness and consciousness is really a skill, but I stand to be corrected. I really do. Why? Why do you feel that's correct? Because, because I think that the studies that you had, your master in consciousness and mindfulness, have really got you very much in touch with your own feelings. And consequently, it did improve our relationship tremendously. Building a relationship has been something that is very important to you. So I do believe that it's been very effective for you and effective to our relationship and basically to your whole well-being. I'm glad. I, I, I really appreciate that we have given each other that space for me to let, let Amir pursue more of his achievement-oriented goals that now he's doing a radio show of his own he's always wanted. He He's excited about, you know, really the financial market is pretty new. And so that looking and well, exploring that. Well, that is still, I'm still a novice. Um, but I do want to say that I, in mindfulness itself, I, so I think when I well, did, when I realized that we had a little time of you being so busy and us being so different, I, I, I believe that, the, that when I created this Wow Wednesday, it's kind of all about, and I definitely wanted to talk about it for a minute because I think it's had impact on us giving each other space apart but knowing that we set an intention that we won't be touching technology and that we're all into each other at least once a week to make a commitment that what we how how we create that energy for of love yeah. of connection that comes from where the where are we put our energy because where where we put our 
where we put our attention is where our energy will go. And, and I do have so to attention ad- goes. Yeah, and energy. I do have to admit, uh, the intention and the attention uh, is very are very important. I remember that. I was not sure how to eat that thing that you called Wow Wednesday. And I really learned how to respect and appreciate it in due time. You know, you remember the time that uh, we had a Wow Wednesday and I was waiting for you. I was really excited to have a night. Uh, The kids already left. I mean, there was nobody home. You put we up all a by fire, and I put up you the told fire. me you were going to have dinner. It was yeah. one of those few times I one was like, was... wow, and then, Amir uh, planned this one. And then uh, you had an accident, remember? Mm-hmm. You had an accident, and I felt so bad for you because you were so looking forward to that evening. It was a tough few days that, that, that lead to that Wednesday. And here you are, you had an accident, and I remember that I had to be so tuned in and so let you know that, hey, the car is nothing, don't worry about it. Yeah, that was a bad one. We had yeah, to, we had the whole but, front but of the we car. saved we saved the night. We and saved the night, and we are grateful that that everybody was healthy and nobody got yeah, hurt. Nobody yeah. got hurt. It was just a material thing, and we got it over with, and we were done. But we had a, one of the nicest uh, Wild Wednesdays, I think, at that time. Even though we had some uh, challenges uh, that led to it. So I I'd love to say that though that. If you figure out your night that it's a you know it is date night, but the middle of the week is sometimes nice because all we do on all all we try to do on Wow Wednesday is take out the technology, take out the programs, and just do bring in music, bring in the things that bring us alive. So we love to dance, dance and drum. Absolutely. So we come down to Amir's studio or where we are actually are doing our podcast right now, and we just have fun together. And Right. That's that. That's what makes us laugh. Some, you know, we'll some often we'll just get high and right. or have a glass of wine and 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 dance and move and feel like we have our vibe back together. Right. And and that was very important. But you know what? I've got, learned that sometimes I was stressed. And it's like, gee whiz, we have a wow Wednesday. I'd really want to be with her, but I'm really not in a sexual mood, for example. And now I realize that it's not about sex. It's not about having to perform or doing anything particularly. It's about the intention that I have to give to Tessa for being with her. And now it makes it a lot easier to have the wild ways. Ah, I like this. This is good. This is therapy because we're talking out loud about the things we need to learn because you know. Ah, <laughs> you know, therapy. No. You know that we teach what we need to learn. So no, by saying that, we, we, yeah. we reinforce it. We reinforce it. So it's great. I'm liking well, this. <laughs> no, we, we, we are, we're talking. This is not a therapy. This is a, an open discussion about space and about creating a space not only for each other but also space for our, for our unit yeah. as, as, as a whole, and that is uh, important. The Wow Wednesday has been a tremendous improvement so, to so our lives and to the quality of our life and the quality of our relationship, no question. And, and where do we think and do, where do you feel that you need more space? Right? I mean, like really space to yourself in, in what areas? There's sometimes, yeah. that, you know, now that I'm putting my uh, radio program uh, every week, I do need my space. I do, I do like to be alone with my music, in my headset, programming, researching, putting it together, editing it, and putting my uh, radio program together. So I do need that space, and you happen to give that to me. And, you know, I think that in the premiere show that I had, I did make a complete dedication to you, thanking you for allowing me the time and the space to produce it, because... And encouragement. 
Yeah, and, and I don't take it for granted. I really don't take it for granted. It's not time that uh, I just take away. It's just time that maybe I take away from us. That's... And it's important that you have that. I love how excited you are about it. And that's why it's only been more of a recent development. And I know that you've been able to watch me and have compersion, which is an expression in the polyamorous community of being happy for someone else's happiness. Of and course. I think it takes effect with our whole entire lives. And the fact that you've always been happy for me to even have my times out with my friends and embrace that. Oh. I mean, during COVID, it's been of harder, course, but and encourage me to visit my family when and travel elsewhere well, and be I away for weekends prevent you from and with that? my lover. So sure. that's like we have all of these aspects of our lives that we have to balance and requires a lot of communication. So there are breakdowns, and we're okay about knowing that because we have this commitment, we can get to a breakdown and create a breakthrough by discussing this new way of being. So I think this kind of live discussion for us is a new is is the first time, and this is a lot. Of, this well, is it's interesting. A, it's for a me. subject matter that that is relevant to a lot of people. It is subject matter that perhaps other couples are dealing with, especially when it comes down to, to space, you know. And we grow together, and we grow alone, and we have some habits that we develop and likes and dislikes. And, you know, I like my financial news in the morning. It is a background to me getting ready and doing whatever I need to do in the morning. And you need your quiet time. So that created a conflict. And that is um, something that we working on. In resolution. In resolution. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the jury is not totally out. <laughs> no, it's not. We don't have a seal sign deliver a verdict. Or process, we have to go to the Supreme Court, <laughs> maybe, uh, to... to uh... No, we're both coming up with solutions, and that is what is key. I feel so lucky that we we have this idea that we can, as our as our logo is about this, this infinity sign, that we can actually go out and figure out what kind of other parts of ourselves we're developing, and then try to find ways to bring it together and enrich each other. By, and sometimes it's not a perfect flow, but the no. idea is to go toward that, that, yeah, that I, expansion I, and that and, coming back. And I really, you know, my biggest concern when we started the podcast months ago was not to put ourselves on a pedestal that people to look at and say, oh, look at this couple. We, we are not that perfect couple that, nope. that has all their shit together. We're really not. We really are work in progress. And I want everybody to know that, that we are working our stuff, but we want to. We want to work our stuff. We're not giving up on our relationship of 31 years. Things can be messy. Emotions are messy. That's just what they are. And if we could somehow say and wake up every day with gratitude and say, okay, bless the mess also. So, you know, I, we welcome you to look at your, at your situation and know that it's not going to be perfect, but that you're on a journey and you're figuring it out, and there are plenty of resources even on our website page and experts that we'll have on our podcasts right. that can bring you back to new ways to be playful again, and that's a lot of what I like to talk about in my work and in my life and to help people play and dance and move again. Right. We actually have an expert coming up, Shane, the Enchantress, and she'll be discussing that in the next few episodes. And just come on back because we have... Experts on all areas of life that will help you open up your space, your thinking, knowing that we can not, yeah. how to become more securely attached as an individual 
dealing with our own emotions. And speaking of experts, we we are not those experts. We are just going to give it to you raw, the way it is with us when we do have a discussion like that, and we may not have it often. And we will try to bring you as honest and straightforward discussion about things that matter. This is a beautiful journey, and and I know that often Amir loves to get to the destination. So he's become definitely more conciliatory of knowing that the journey, even though he likes to say that that uh, that I, I can just be on the journey because he's driving. But you know what? Right. I drive my own journey, too. So we, well, he doesn't say I it anymore. Well, sometimes I sit next to you while you drive. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, the idea but that... But I have to give you direction. <laughs> no. We have GPS for that nowadays. Yeah. And the journey idea is that we don't always know where it's going. I'm much more of a wanderer than him. I could enjoy just wandering, and that's why this journey of the of this podcast bringing me to new people is meeting new friends all the time. So for me, this is a joy, and yeah, I hope and, to meet uh, you right. out there listening. And we don't we don't even know where it's going to go. No. So we're just doing it <laughs> for the sake of doing it. Exactly. And we are enjoying sharing and bringing you some people that uh, uh, that you might be interested in. Maybe there's a situation in your own circumstances that we can impact somehow. If we can impact one person, hey, it will be worth all the episodes that we do. We'll have so many other experts also on our show coming up who will help us with this open space thinking, which really can manifest itself intellectually, emotionally, physically, sexually, spiritually. And it's really based in our belief systems and our societal programming, religious backgrounds. So each of us have to define our own as we become wise. The most important thing, I think, however, is to really discuss our communication needs. And that's why some of our experts will really help us. Marriage and family therapist Trevor Molino discusses how we can become more of our authentic selves through this kind of communication. You know, we can we cannot fulfill every desire, everything that our partner's supposed to do. Um, once upon a time, uh, marriages were kind of a narrow version. You would you would have kids, but your community would provide you with um, maybe your church or your synagogue with a lot of support and emotional connection. Maybe there was another area of your life you had family members that live nearby, like our marriages weren't set up to support all of it. They, they People probably a hundred years ago wouldn't have thought, oh, I'm marrying my best friend or we're going to hike together or, you know, our view of what our relationship is supposed to do for us today, I think is unfortunate and unrealistic and it's over the top. So kind of circling back to your point, which is maybe you're partner isn't your intellectual equal and you really got a really jazzy wonderful time talking to another friend of yours who you might have studied with back in the day and that's not a betrayal it's just your need for that intellectual stimulation is is in a different direction and that might go for your squash partner or whatever it goes on and on so having this sort of viewpoint of there are lots of parts of you and lots of parts of your partner loving all those parts, accepting those parts of both yourself and your partner, being compassionate and curious and wanting to understand and embrace all those good, bad, indifferent, dark 
clear, whatever it is that your partner possesses in yourself as well. I think the more we know and love each other and accept each other for our totality. And when we hold back and we don't, we don't let our partner know who we are and we don't feel safe, that's a problem too. So if we can get so comfortable and so clear with our partner and share all those places, I think it's a much deeper and more beautiful relationship. Like I have a couple that cross-dressing has been part of, unfortunately, one of their lives that he, he never shared with his partner. So many, many years later now, there's this kind this unfortunate um, opening, shall you say, like they, they don't really know each other fully because they kept stuff back, right? So my hope is if we can coach each, each of us to get to that really safe place with one another that we can share all those parts of ourselves and feel safe and feel held in that, that we can have that much deeper, much more satisfying place between us. That's to me really divine and sacred. For this and me, communicating our needs correlate directly to ethical non-monogamy or open relationship, which we realize is really for a small fraction of the population and certainly not for everyone. Trevor elaborates. When it comes to consensual non-monogamy, the most important thing is to be able to have safe, secure conversations around this for both individuals. I've certainly had couples where one would like it and the other didn't. So you have to be super attuned and understanding and be able to unpack what it is about what the person wants versus what the person who doesn't want it and come to an agreement one way or the other. So it comes down to more than anything that open, secure, clear line of communication where it's not, and it's very hard not to be reactive. If if you're someone who could not handle that situation or somebody who really wants that situation, there's very two ways to approach um, consensual non-monogamy. To me, the biggest thing is being transparent, very clear, honest with your feelings, and then setting your boundaries. And the couples that I've worked with have, everybody has different types of boundaries, could be could be conversation, it could be emotional attachment, it could be different different sexual practices, et cetera. So it comes down to safety and how you listen and respond and feel, again, comfortable. And I guess the biggest word is safe. Have I seen it work where one wants it and the other doesn't? Actually, I'm thinking of a couple in real time that's that's tackling this. And, and in fact, we did have that discussion about, well, what if we explore porn together and discuss that? And how does that feel? Maybe that's a step in that direction. Um, it, again, this, is, this could be a changing, moving process as the other partner becomes maybe more comfortable or could come to that decision of this really isn't for me. Maybe I'll give you the opportunity to you go explore and I'll be comfortable with it as long as we have some boundaries around that. So there's definitely, I've seen uh, an evolving situation for different couples along the way. As ethical non-monogamy is a very broad and sensitive subject, we will tread very, very lightly and we will bring you interviews from couples and divorcees 
who are exploring ethical non-monogamy, polyamory, swinging, and even kink. Trevor Molyneux, this wonderful marriage and family therapist who spoke earlier, will also be on upcoming episodes about attachment theory, which is fascinating emotional-focused therapy. But if you'd like to reach her, you can reach her at Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R, Molyneux, M-U-L-L-I-N-E-A-U-X.com. It'll also be in the podcast notes. And next week, and also in a number of other episodes, in coming months, you'll hear from other experts in this field of relationship fulfillment. And we will hear about ethical non-monogamy, help establish communication, language, and understanding around some of the terms that Amir mentioned. And we'll also discuss kink for from couples' point of view, from divorced couple, and even couples that are doing it together. If you're really curious about us and our open relationship, you can actually Look at the website, and there is a Loving Without Boundaries one-hour interview where we are guests and talk about our story. So you can listen then, or you can wait till we discuss our open relationship on this podcast. And yes, our Open Nester website is The Open Nesters, with a double N in the middle, and S at the end, dot com, theopennesters.com. We invite you to go to our website, Explore it. Leave us a comment. Let us know if you'd like to be a guest on our show. Do you have a story to tell? Do you have something of value to our audience? We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on all the social media platforms if you look for The Open Nesters. And we have a private Facebook group where we'll open up discussion there too. Just ask to join and we look forward to seeing you there as well. Till next time. This is Amir. And this is Tessa. Ciao. We will see you on the radio.